Hi everyone, welcome back to Sunday School. Students, for your lesson today, you will need your Bibles, lesson sheet number two, it looks like this, and a pen or a pencil. Open up your Bibles to Luke chapter 16 while I have a word with our parents. Parents, today we will study the parable of the rich man and poor Lazarus. We will answer this question. What did the rich man learn about wealth? The rich man learned that one true wealth is God's word. We also know that God's saving word is more valuable than all other earthly blessings he gives us. So out of thankfulness to God, we gladly share our earthly blessings with others. The at-home activity for this lesson asks your family to explore ways you can show your love for God by helping others. Students, let's open our lesson with a prayer. Thank you, dear God, for the wonderful gift of your word. Help us treasure your word and listen to it eagerly at every opportunity, including during our lesson today. Amen. Let's look at a few pictures. As you see each picture, say out loud if it is an example of poverty or an example of wealth. In our country, we consider someone with a lot of money and expensive things to be wealthy. And what about those people in our country who don't have a lot of money and don't have a lot of things? Well, they are considered wealthy by people from other countries. Being wealthy means different things to different people. In our lesson today, we will hear a parable Jesus told about a rich man and poor Lazarus. The rich man in the parable will learn something very important about his wealth. We will answer this question. What did the rich man learn about wealth? Our story is from Luke chapter 16 verses 19 through 31. Let's read this together. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores, and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away, with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, 
Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, while Lazarus received bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in agony. And besides all this, between us and you, a great chasm has been set in place, so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, Then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family, for I have five brothers. Let him warn them, warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. He said to them, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. Let's turn to page six in your lesson sheet and start with God's word one. Question one. Finish each sentence. The rich man lived in a large, beautiful home, but Lazarus lay begging at the rich man's gate. The rich man ate well each day, but Lazarus longed to eat whatever fell from the rich man's table. The rich man had a wonderful life, but Lazarus' body was covered with sores that even the dogs licked. Question two. God tells us that he wants us to love one another. If the rich man had loved Lazarus as God commanded, what would he have done? He would have helped Lazarus and he would have shared his wealth by giving him money, giving him food, inviting him into his home, and taking care of his medical needs. Question three. What did the rich man think was the most important thing? The rich man surely concentrated on his money, his wealth, and his luxurious lifestyle. So our key point for section one, what did the rich man refuse to do with his earthly wealth? The rich man did not share his earthly wealth with Lazarus. God's word today one, near and far. We may not live in luxury, but God has given us many blessings. How can we thank God by sharing our blessings in each of these places? Pause the video now 
and write at least two ways in which you can share your blessings when you are at church, in your neighborhood, and in the world. Come back when you are done. Welcome back. Let's go over to the whiteboard and look at some possible answers. So when you're at church, you can share your blessings by giving offerings or helping church members who are in need or by giving food to the food pantry that you may have at church. When you're in your neighborhood, you can give clothes, food, and toys to shelters. And you can donate groceries or food to a food pantry. In the world, you can support world missions, which helps people all over the world. And you can also give money to aid relief because they help disaster victims. What other answers did you write down? God's word today too. Question four. While on earth, the rich man and Lazarus lived completely different lives. How were their circumstances different after they died? When Lazarus died, the angels carried him to heaven. And when the rich man died, he went to hell, where he was tormented for all of eternity. Question five. Why did Lazarus go to heaven and the rich man go to hell? Well, the answer is pretty simple. Lazarus was a believer. And the rich man he rejected God and his word. Even if the rich man had shared his wealth with Lazarus, he still would have gone to hell if he rejected God and his word. His lack of love for Lazarus and his refusal to help him were outward signs that he had most definitely rejected God's word. Question six, from Abraham's answer to the rich man, how do we know that wherever we go when we die is final and unchangeable? Well, Abraham said that no one can go from heaven to hell and from hell to heaven. So our key point for section two, where did the rich man's love for wealth lead him? The rich man went to hell for eternity because he loved his earthly wealth but did not love God. Let's continue with God's word today too. Think about it. For each sentence, circle agree or disagree and then write why you agree or disagree. Letter A, all poor people will go to heaven. Agree or disagree? 
disagree. People go to heaven only through faith in Jesus as their Savior. And it doesn't matter if they are rich or they are poor. Letter B. Both poor and rich people can love money more than God. Agree or disagree? Agree. Both poor and rich people may constantly think about money and spend all their time and effort trying to make money. Letter C. Poor people go to heaven because they are better than rich people. Agree or disagree? Disagree. No one is better than anyone else because all people are sinners and everyone needs a savior. Letter D. All rich people will go to hell. Agree or disagree? Disagree. The only reason people go to hell is for unbelief. Rich people who have faith in their Savior are saved. God's Word Today 3. Question 7. The rich man wanted Lazarus to return to earth to speak to his five brothers. What did God, through Abraham, say was enough to save them? God's word, as found in the Old Testament, is something that they should have learned. Remember, the New Testament had not yet been written. So what they had were the five books of Moses plus the other prophets, and that is known as the Old Testament. And what, in question eight, what did the Old Testament proclaim that was so valuable? Yes, it proclaimed that God's promises to send the Messiah, the Savior, were going to happen. So our key point for section three, what did the rich man learn about God's word? The rich man learned that God's word is more valuable than earthly wealth because through its message, we are saved. God's word today, three the saving word. Imagine that someone you know is trying to convince you that God's word isn't as important as other things. Write how you would respond to each of these comments. Let's do this together. The first one. God's word spoils your fun. You'll be a lot happier and richer if you just do what you want instead of obeying a bunch of commandments. Well, I find joy in serving God, and you do too. And through faith in the Savior, you will have happiness forever.
the second one. Life's too short to waste your time in church and studying the Bible. Have fun. Well, life is short, which is why we need to focus on God and on an eternity in heaven. Because when we have faith, we will have that eternity in heaven. And the third one, what good is it to learn God's word and go to heaven if you can't have and do everything you want here? Anything you own here will stay here when you die. You can't take stuff with you. But God's word and heaven will be yours forever. And that's worth it. This last comment reminds me of two of our memory treasure verses for today. The first one's from Matthew 6, verse 33. It says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And the second one is from Hebrews Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Let's continue on page eight and review what we've learned today. The aim of our lesson. What did the rich man learn about wealth? the truth of our lesson from God's word. The rich man learned that the one true wealth is God's word. The application to our lives today. God's saving word is more valuable than all other earthly blessings he gives us. And our response out of thankfulness to God, we gladly share our earthly blessings with others. Let's go down to the memory treasure section in the middle of the sheet. In the spaces provided, look up and write down those two verses we just looked at, and then read through the seventh and the 10th commandments and the hymn. There are three memory treasure exercises for you to do on your own. The at-home activity for this lesson asks you and your family to choose one of the suggested ways listed below to show your love for God by helping others. Let's read this together. Wealth is not what you have, but who you are. According to what God teaches in this parable, what does that saying mean? It means wealth is not a matter of what we own. The rich man had many riches and lots of wealth, but he couldn't take it with him. And because he was not a believer, he went to hell for all of eternity. But when Lazarus died, 
He received all the wealth and riches of heaven because he was a believer. We are also spiritually wealthy because we are believers. We believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins so that we can have eternal life in heaven forever. Never forget that eternal life in heaven forever with Jesus is better than any earthly wealth. Let's close our lesson today with a prayer. Lord, help us always realize that we have great wealth because we have your precious word and the precious gift of faith. Then out of thankfulness, may we show our love for you by helping others who are in need. Amen. Have a great week and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.